0: Sandhya graduated from Syracuse University with a degree in Public Relations. When Sandia was in high school, she and her father created Geek Girl Careers, a career development platform that helps young women discover their dream careers in tech using personality assessments. The platform offers skill development tools, opportunities, and a network of experts to connect with. Sandhya decided to revisit Geek Girl Careers in June of this year and officially launched the platform. In this episode, we talk about Geek Girl's career's founding story, her plans to disrupt and be a resource for career exploration, the barriers to career resources, and the future of Geek Girl Careers and the advice she has for aspiring entrepreneurs. Hi, Sandhya, and welcome to the podcast. So glad you can make it. Where are you calling from? Hi, Rachel. Um, Thank you so much for having me. I'm so excited to
1: be here. I'm calling from San Jose, California.
0: Amazing. So let's talk more about Geek Girl Careers and how that started.
1: Yeah, so Geek Girl Careers actually started off as a passion project um, that my dad started a few years ago when I was just starting off at Syracuse University. Um, For context, I just graduated from Syracuse in May. I studied Public relations and marketing when I was there. Um, And he was kind of seeing the process that I was going through as I was trying to figure out how to connect what I was good at and what I enjoyed doing and trying to turn it into a major and a career path. And so he started the platform. Um, When I was in Syracuse, I of course helped out when I could. I would write blog posts, I did some PR stuff. But as any college student knows, there are always 10,000 things going on and I couldn't get as involved in it as I would have liked. Um, But once I graduated, and I decided, you know what, I have the time to work on this, I want to turn it from a passion project into a startup, and I want to work on this full time. So that's what I've been doing for the last five months, approximately almost six months now, I think. Um, And Geek Girl Careers itself is a platform to help young women, primarily in college, but really anyone who's just kind of starting to figure out and start their career, um, find careers in tech that align with their passions and personality. So the way we do that is we have a personality assessment on our site, and the user selects 20 words that they think best describe their personality, and the system comes up with different careers in tech, about six to 10, um, that they think you would be best at. And then the user can kind of go in and explore what it means to be you know, a marketer or a UX designer or a software engineer, why they're a good fit for that role, um, what skills they need to develop, what they need to study, where they can work. And then we connect them to skill and develop, career development tools, industry experts, and Geek Girl gigs, which are micro internship opportunities, um, so they can learn more about each path and decide if it's the right fit for them.
0: I definitely wish that I had something like this when I was in high school. I felt like I was pretty clueless on even what college to attend and what I wanted to study. So definitely would have been very much needed in like as a high schooler. I was wondering, what was your thought process on choosing Syracuse and your your program?
1: Yeah, so um, that's a great question. And I actually, so I did take the equal careers assessment um, before starting at Syracuse. And the options that came up for me were public relations, marketing, sales, um, HR, product management. So kind of very much along the same vein of what I did end up studying at school at Syracuse. Um, But I definitely had some challenges when it came to figuring out what exactly I wanted to do. Um, When I was in high school, I loved to write. I loved meeting new people. I enjoyed fashion. I liked traveling. Um, I wasn't really sure how to turn all of those into a major in a career, right? Um, And I was kind of debating about whether I wanted to go into, you know, a full-fledged writing role, so like journalism, um, or whether I wanted to do something a little bit broader, like public relations for the marketing side of things. Um, I fully didn't even know um, what public relations was when I was applying, and so that's why I especially think something like Geek Girl Careers, would have been super helpful even, you know, a year before it was born, um, in my experience. And I ended up choosing Syracuse because their communication school, which is the SI Newhouse School of Public Communications, has a ton of different opportunities as majors. So not only do they have um, magazine, newspaper, digital journalism and broadcast journalism, they also have PR, advertising, graphic design, television, radio and film, Photojournalism, so they have a ton of different opportunities, and I knew, and I chose Newhouse because I knew my career exploration path and process could continue even once I reached college and was in that school.
0: Was there any inspiration behind emphasizing geek girl careers towards the tech industry? Yeah, yeah, definitely. So a
1: couple things, right? Um, so my dad, he has been in the tech industry for like the last 25, almost 30 years. Um, I was born and raised in Silicon Valley. Um, tech is all around us, right? Um, it's also one, I mean, there are many industries, but tech is one that has a prominent gender gap um, and where there really is a lack of representation of women, their voices and their talents that really does need to be um needs to be fixed and so i think that was the reason we chose tech um however tech is the beginning but not the end right and my goal one of my goals for geek girl careers is to expand our services eventually beyond the tech industry so that's why we kind of chose tech Um, and the other thing is tech is growing so fast i do believe that at some point We're all either going to be, you know, especially our generation is either going to end up working in tech or is going to end up working with tech at some point in our careers. And I think it's important that people realize that tech really encompasses more than the coding and engineering side of things and that they can build their dream careers in the industry. So a few reasons why we chose tech.
0: Yeah, so... Between, I guess, high school and then completing college at Syracuse, you started Geek Girl Careers, I guess, near the end of your college career. I was wondering what inspired you to finally start like growing and investing in this venture, and was it because of the entrepreneurship space at Syracuse that gave you resources to finally you know dip your toes into the startup space or anything that really inspired that decision? Yeah, so that's a great question. I think Syracuse has a thriving um,
1: startup and entrepreneurial space. There's, you know, one of, um, we're one of the few schools that's um, a partner with the Blackstone Launchpad and Techstars. And um, one of, you know, a Syracuse alum actually was just featured on Shark Tank um, for his venture, Spark Charge. So there's been a lot of really cool companies and startups that came out of um, our incubator on campus. Um, I wasn't super involved with the entrepreneurial space when I was at Syracuse. I think it's something that um, I got interested in a little bit later in my college career. Um, and I think the reason I didn't get involved earlier is has a little bit to do with a little bit of imposter syndrome. And I think the first two years that I was at school, I wasn't super confident in my abilities, right? I was still learning. I felt like I had some growing to do. So when I felt confident um, in both myself and my abilities, and when I knew that I could take on Geek Girls and lead it, that's kind of when I jumped in full force. Um, Towards the end of my college career is also when I realized that no matter what I chose to do after I graduate, and this is, you know, whether it's my the first five years of my career, or twenty years down the road, um, I know that whatever I do, I want it to have some kind of social impact. And geek girl careers is kind of the epitome of that, right? And I'm learning so much, but I'm still able to give back and empower, um, you know, college students, women in tech, all these different groups of people, and that's really, really important to me. So that's kind of how everything fell into place um, around the time I graduated.
0: So entrepreneurs are popular for having multiple hats and really starting their venture, doing everything. And I was wondering if there's any skills that you learned along the way that you gained surprisingly or unexpectedly? Yeah, 100%. So kind of going off, so I guess I'll answer
1: this in two parts. So I think something that's important to address and I think... um, a lot of, you know, first time founders experience this is I, you know, as I've talked about, didn't have too much entrepreneurial experience, if at all, barely any before I kind of took on geek girl careers. Right. And as I was kind of getting more into this space and I was doing my research and I was meeting all these different people, um, I did feel, again, a little bit of an imposter syndrome because I was like, okay, I studied PR and marketing. You know, I've never really worked at a startup before. I wasn't super involved in the entrepreneurial space at Syracuse all these other founders have, you know, worked at YC-backed startups or have worked at all these different companies. Um, and I was a little unsure of how I was going to be able to tackle all of this. But my PR, my background in PR and marketing um, has been incredibly helpful because when I took on Geekroll Girl Careers, right, we had a minimum viable product. It was fully functioning. It was being used and really what needed to be kind of done um, was the branding, the PR, the marketing, the raising awareness. And so that's when my background and all the skills I've learned in my education really, really came in handy. Um, That being said, there is still a ton I'm learning um, every day. Um, I've started learning a little bit more about development, not so much like the technical coding side of things, but just how things work on the back end, the processes, all of that, so I can communicate with our developers and our design team. Um, I've learned how to be a manager, um, something I'm still learning to this day, but I think it's so important, learning how to lead and work with you know, different team members, how to bring everyone together, how to make sure things are getting done and people are passionate and enthusiastic about what they're working on. Um, I've learned to be flexible um, and adaptable. Things are changing, plans are changing, we've pivoted, um, you know, learning how to deal with all of that. I think probably the biggest thing I've learned, um, I guess this isn't so much skill-wise, but it is an idea and I think it's really important, is to not chase perfection. Um, I'm such a type A personality. I'm such a perfectionist. Um, I need, usually, especially when I was in school, needed things to be done, like down to a T um the way that I wanted. And I think when we were kind of putting out Geek Girl Career's site there um for our first marketing push and I'd finally kind of announced that or I would have been announcing that this is what I'm gonna be working on full time. There were still a few things on the site that I wasn't a hundred percent pleased with, right? And I was like, you know what, this can't go out there. Um it's not perfect. Um we need to fix all these things before I kind of announce that this is what I'm working on. And the advice that I got was, if you're chasing perfection, right, if you want things to be perfect, you're never going to get there. This project is never going to be put out there. People are never going to see it because nothing's ever going to be perfect. And you could be working on this for one year, five years, and, you know, it still wouldn't be exactly the way you want it. So you have to be okay with putting things out there, even when you know it's not perfect, getting feedback, right? Having people use it, having people test it, reeling things back in, and then working on that and making changes. And I think that has been probably the biggest thing um, that I've learned and I'm trying to get used to. I've become better at it. Still not perfect. Um, No pun intended. Um, But yeah, I think that's super important. And I think I've learned a ton. Um, That's probably one of the most important things.
0: Yeah, I think the pandemic really came as a surprise. And I know that you started back in June when like we were still in the middle of isolation. And I was wondering how now that like we're all at home on our computers and I guess very limited in terms of at least from the high school perspective on, you know, visiting colleges and then figuring out what you want to do. How has girl careers like pivoted around this situation? And were there any challenges that you came across?
1: Yeah, 100%. So there definitely were a few challenges because, you know, I think as not easy as it is, but you can build relationships with people online and you meet people through all these different communities and through LinkedIn. But I think it's harder um, to build the kind of strength and impact that comes from an in-person relationship and you know attending different conferences and going to schools and talking to people um definitely had to kind of overcome that challenge but i think one of the silver linings of covid and the pandemic is that people were so much more willing to help and i've had countless conversations with people who you know i just happened to connect with who have been so willing to provide feedback and insight and share and help with what we're working on at Geek Girl careers and that's been Amazing. Um, I actually onboarded um six different team members over the last five months, right? Who I wouldn't have been able to work with on the same scale if we all hadn't been kind of in our own places and been able to connect virtually. So that's another silver lining. Um, and I think part of what we're working on at Geek Girl Careers has become more powerful, powerful, and even more needed because of the pandemic and because of the isolation that it's caused, right? And kind of helping people bring people together, still able to find those resources and these virtual opportunities to get to know other young women who are also interested in tech, to interact with industry experts, to kind of figure out these remote gig opportunities are all things that has made our platform and what we offer even stronger. Um, And so I do think that there have been a few challenges, no doubt, because of COVID and you know I think it's hard, even just the basics of you know working at home and um kind of going through this in a little bit of you know an isolated um environment, but there have been a ton of positive things um to come out of it as well,
0: yeah, just segueing now, I wanted to get your thoughts on just career exploration in general and just the resources that current high schoolers have or just people earlier in their careers. And, you know, I think that we rely a lot on the school system to kind of show us what is out there and what could be our future. And, you know, like some schools have computer science classes, some don't. And what are your thoughts on just eliminating the barriers to the the lack of resources if your school just doesn't happen to have one.
1: 100%. That's a great question. Um I think I do think there are a ton of barriers like you were mentioning. I think, you know, career counseling and career advising like resources in high school are helpful, but they're not often they're not super in depth and they're not super tailored to different career paths. And you know, I know some of my friends went to high schools that offered marketing courses and accounting courses and all these, you know, more vocational type um, industry specific courses. I didn't have any of that in my high school. And I think a lot of my career exploration experience was just talking to people, doing my own research. And I'm lucky to have a you know, a network and connections, but I was able to learn about these different industries. And I know there are so many people who don't have that same access, right? And so I think it's so important to kind of break down those barriers and make career exploration as accessible as possible. Even in terms of our personality assessment, um, I know there are other personality assessments out there and career exploration assessments. Oftentimes, a lot of them take a ton of time, right? Most of them aren't free. And that's two of the things that we're especially prioritizing here at Geek Girl Careers. Our personality assessment takes two to three minutes to take tops, right? It's free for students. Um, 90% of the services that are offered on our platform are free for students. So the personality assessment is the videos, the gig opportunities. So really, I my goal with this is to make And all these resources as accessible as possible. And, you know, to help young women who are interested in tech and maybe don't have that same network or the access to the same resources through their school to have this other platform as a supplement so that they can still learn as much about the industry and develop those connections and get those resources at such a crucial point in their lives. So that's really the goal with what we're working on and kind of how it complements um, existing career resources.
0: Yeah, so I'm quite curious where you think that the future of Geek Girl Careers is heading.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um, I think I'm so excited about the future of Geek Girl Careers. I think, um, you know, we've grown a lot in the last five to six months and I know there's only super exciting things um, in store ahead. I think my vision for the company is, of course, to help Empower and connect, and um, you know, just help as many young women as possible find careers that where they can truly thrive and they're truly happy, and where they can pursue paths that are aligned with what they want, right? And what they enjoy and what they're good at. And I think the more opportunities and the more resources that are provided, um, the more likely that that's going to happen rather than you know, people being funnelled into careers because you know that's what their parents think is right for them or that's what society says is right for them right so really trying to broaden um that career exploration aspect and work with as many young women as possible um like I said earlier I think tech is the start but not the end of geek girl careers and really I would love to grow the resources that we offer not just you know, limit it to the tech industry, but to other STEM industries, and even to other industries where there are huge gender gaps, right? Like media, architecture, law, Um, there are so many that I could name. And I think this kind of career exploration resource is needed across the board. And I would love to grow Geek Girl Careers to a point where it can really help young women who are interested in a wide variety of different industries.
0: I was wondering if you could give any advice to aspiring entrepreneurs or, you know, students who are about to start their career or want to explore it.
1: Yeah. Um, so I guess I'll answer that question in two parts. I think for aspiring entrepreneurs, if you're really passionate, right, about your idea and you've know you been following the industry trends and you know this is something that people are going to use, go for it. There are a hundred reasons that could stop you from going for it, but I think if you're really passionate, the most important thing is taking the first step. I would say talk to as many people as possible. Get involved with the entrepreneurial space on your campus. I think that is probably my one regret is that I just didn't start working on this sooner because Syracuse has a ton of different grants, pitch competitions, resources, this whole incubator system that's so useful and so valuable. And I think if your university has, you know, that or even a fraction of that, the earlier you get involved in that, the better. Um, And I think for people who are exploring different careers, some of the advice is the same, right? Talk to as many different people as possible. Take different courses. Take the Geek Girls personality assessment, um, take different certification courses, try different things, join different clubs. Um, If you're in college, try courses that have nothing to do with your major. One of my good friends, uh, she just graduated from UC Santa Cruz. She started off as a computer science major, randomly took a linguistics course, right? And realized that what she was really passionate about was at the intersection of computer science and linguistics, and now she's in grad school for natural language processing, right? Um, And you never, you really never know when something is going to click. You know, there's like the age old Steve Jobs story where he took a calligraphy class in college, used that to build the fonts for Apple. So I think just expand your horizons. If there's something that you don't know if you're going to like, if you're iffy about it, go for it try it. You never know what it's going to click, whether that's classes or clubs or talking to different people, different experiences, go for it. Um, you know, like you only regret the shots that you don't take. Um, as cheesy as that is, I think it's so true. I think just explore as much as you can, um, connect with people. People are so willing to help. And I think that would be my biggest piece of advice. Um, don't, try and funnel yourself into a career or into an interest or into a major based on what you think, you know, really go out there and um, explore everything that your campus and your community has to offer and see what ends up clicking. Um, and I guess one thing just to go off of that is you know, if you start off college and you think you're pursuing something that you're really passionate about and that evolves a couple years into your college career, a couple years into your professional career, 10 years into your professional career, right? Um, that's okay. Change, evolving, um, pivoting, that's all natural in career paths. I wouldn't be intimidated by it. I wouldn't, you know, fight against that. If you feel your interests and passions are changing. Again, talk to people, try different things, but I think that is 100% normal and it's okay um, to kind of change what you're passionate about and interested in as you learn and explore different things.
0: Amazing. Is there anything else that you wanted to add or talk about? Um,
1: I guess if there's like any last piece of advice, I would say just, you know, follow your passions, check out all the resources that you have to offer. We have a couple of really exciting things launching um at geek girl careers soon we have a bunch of different gig opportunities and micro internship opportunities that are meant to help our users explore these different career paths and see what clicks highly recommend you check those out um as well as a series of videos by industry experts that'll be coming out soon as well so a lot of exciting things on the horizon i'm happy to connect with any of the listeners on LinkedIn and instead up time to chat. Um, always here as a resource, but I do think that, um, I guess if I would leave you guys with anything, it's, you know, you're truly going to be happy in your career um, if it's at the intersection of what you're passionate about and what you're good at. Um, Careers is a resource to help you find that, but it's also built through different experiences. And um, I just, you know, encourage everyone to kind of have that in the back of their mind as they're learning new things and taking classes and joining orgs and kind of figuring out what they want to do with their life. Um, Definitely not a linear path, but I think that's what makes it all the more exciting.
0: Thank you so much, Sandia, for sharing your story and just learning more about geek girl careers. And we'll definitely leave the website link in the description. Thank you so
1: much for having me, Rachel. This is awesome. I think what you're doing is awesome and really excited and glad that I can be a part of it.